Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen Listen. with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway superfans. From Broadway superfans. Emily, how are you doing? I'm okay. Oh, oh. I'm sad. Yeah. We were just at Sideshow's closing. Yeah. It sucks. I have to say it was like a perfect ending. It was really beautiful. It was perfect. Like it was so... The seat I was sitting in was perfect. I was sitting fourth row dead fucking center which is like wonderful and I was so close and Emily and Aaron were like crying the whole show and like everybody was crying like kind of the whole cast was Mm -hmm. crying like the whole show and I was crying and then the creative team came out and Bill Condon gave a really wonderful speech and was like like and truly like extremely poignant and truthful that he was like this like sucks and it sucks that that we're going that like Bill and Randy have to go through this again. It's mm-hmm. it's awful. It sucks. And but like the people that love sideshow love sideshow. The people yeah. that like see it and love it really, really passionately love it. And just nine people's favorite thing. And he it was you know a little funny about it. There were he said there were producers in the audience <laughs> and he apologized to them. <laughs> it was like whoops. <laughs> Yeah, what did he say? And he then was he, like, oh, you didn't know that you were doing, like, yeah, philanthropic work. Yeah, like, work. sorry, it turned out to be less commercial and more philanthropic. Right. But, <laughs> but I'm so grateful to you yeah. producers that put your money in it. Yeah. And then and then he cued the conductor, and they sang Say Goodbye to the Sideshow again, and... and it, I was like sobbing. I, yeah, I was. I was. I was, quite a bit I was already sobbing, and when they started that up again, I was like, yeah! <laughs> and I was like, really, really, really sobbing. It was beautiful, though. It was gorgeous and funny because there's like, they did the little. They're part of the song, and they're sung sort of, but also sort of spoken, like mm. the part that um, where. Terry's like, Jake, come with us. And he's like, well, I got nothing here. Right, yeah, there were some great <laughs> moments. It, it felt like a, it really felt like we were all experiencing, we were all experiencing something very special. And it, and also because I felt like as an audience member, I felt like I was, I was a part of the moment. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Ugh. This is the first closing I'd been to uh, that was such a sort of bittersweet occasion. Oh. You know, I think I avoided all the other ones. I was not avoided. Oh, no. Big you Fish. We went to Big Fish. I was going to say you were at Big Fish. I was really upset about Big Fish. I forgot about Big Fish. I, I think that out of all of the closings I've been to, and especially the closings I've been to that were from shows that people wanted to run longer, mm-hmm. this was the most poignant because a lot, the vast majority of closings I've been to don't have curtain, curtain speeches. Yeah, that's true. Like, pretty much, if I can, if I'm remembering correctly, I think Gypsy had a curtain speech and Avenue Q had a curtain you speech. You went to Avenue Q's closing? <laughs> yeah, I like wanted to see it again. Oh. And I was like, might as well just go to closing cool. if I want to see it again. Yeah. Um, and like the Avenue Q closing was sort of like, I wasn't sad because I was like happy to be seeing the show again. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, in their curtain speech, they were like, we're opening off Broadway. So like everybody was just like, Woo! <laughs> um, the, I wish I could remember the gypsy closing speech was, was pretty great, but this was like this, this really felt like it felt like 
the people that love all the people that really, really love Sideshow, yeah. we were all in the same room together and we were all just like, we love this thing and nobody else understands it, but we love it. And we're, we all got together and we saw it together and like, we're experiencing it together and we know that we love it together. And that's what matters is yeah. that we, the people that get it are here. Yeah. That's what it felt like. <sighs> no. Everyone was so fucking beautiful today. Everyone was crying and it was so, everybody was just so on point. It was, yeah, yeah. It was really, really good. Mm. It was funny and there's, I don't know, any show, and this one is about show business, so I imagine there's more lines that sort of hit, like the end of it, where they're Ah. like, well, the show's closing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, bye. Say right. goodbye to this show that you right. were in. Right. Now you're moving on right. to other shows. Yeah. Um, in any show, there's going to be funny or poignant lines that hit. But I think on a, in a show about show business. Show about show business. There's a little bit of an extra layer there. Yeah. That's why I didn't go... I don't necessarily regret it, but I do on some level. I didn't go to um, Catch Me's closing. Didn't you try? I went to see if they were going to offer Rush, and they weren't. They just told, they flat out said they weren't having Rush on closing. So I was like, oh, well. Um, But, like, I can't imagine. It's (laughs) Say Goodbye to the Sideshow, and then in that show, there's that whole song that's like, Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. definitely like feel the, the part's been played. Right. You know, it, like, I, <laughs> the whole metaphor for that song is I that the show is I think also it's over. one of those cases with Sideshow where like all the all the lyrics you need to like post that Instagram are written for you, you know. Where oh, you're yeah. like, what should I say on this Instagram or this tweet about how sad I am about Sideshow? Say goodbye to the Sideshow. Yeah. You know, like all of those. Yeah. I used like five. You should be loved, ago. Sideshow, Aww. in the way Emily loves you. Oh. Sideshow is loved in the way well, that Emily yeah, loves you it. Love, but Sideshow knows yeah. I love Sideshow. That's true. <laughs> sideshow does know you love Sideshow. <laughs> I love closings, though, even when they're. As they are, because it's just... Good energy. It's just love. It is just love. It's good energy. It's like sad energy, but it still is good, and it's love. And then there's bewildered people there who are just right. like, are I like, just bought tickets to clapping this. clapping so much. There was like four standing ovations today. <laughs> and there... <laughs> the, there was entrance applause I for every single say. actor on the stage. Every was, single person. I was going to say, it's a unique opening where... Did you, you know, see in um, the opening number when uh, uh the little people came out joanna like broke she no. started she started laughing Aww. well like when he sp- he like spun her a little bit weird or something and she started laughing and then like pulled it right together and did no, made that we weird were in face. the rear mess oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i was in the fourth row <laughs> <laughs> i have to say i'm like uh, this i mean i'm completely spoiled and now i'm sort of like god why have i ever experienced closing nights any other way mm. because not you know it definitely it definitely you lose something when you've woken up at 3 a.m and you've sat out on the street all morning and then like had lunch and then come back and you're like delirious and sleepy and sad and like all fucked in your brain yeah it's much nicer to like sleep in and chill out and then come into the city and sit in the best seat in the house i much prefer this experience (laughs) than many of the other ones i've had yeah I don't know. I guess now I, I I feel like I'm like wow. It really, it really is worth it to splurge on a good seat, and just to an and important performance. Especially. To an important performance, so that a like my anxiety level on closing gypsy closing. I mean, it was in such a state the whole day because I showed up at like 4 a.m. and there was already so many people in line that I spent from 4 a.m. until like. 12 30 when i purchased my ticket thinking i wasn't gonna get one mm, that so sounds terrible it was awful <laughs> um so yeah now i'm like guess i'm just always now i just know that i need to like i mean i didn't even buy this ticket my parents bought it for me right. as my birthday present um but yeah i don't know such a more positive experience than the experience that i had like at scandalous closing where i was sitting in the last row of the orchestra and i couldn't see shit mm. and i was like Harley, you're so far i mean away both from this me. and big fish's closings i was in well big fish 
We were rear mes. Was it rear mes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I couldn't remember if it was rear mes or balcony. But both, so both there of these no were balcony rear balcony at yeah, the Neil Simon. I was trying to, it's all jumbled in my head right now. <laughs> um, anyway, so I don't know. I kind of like also, especially if it's a show that I've seen. I've seen, I saw both of those shows in closer seats. And then right. at least from there at closing, it's kind of nice to see everyone's Everyone. reaction. Mm. I, I, I wish I could have some like photos, like, like, you know, that on 30 rock when, when Jack is like, ah, I just, I'm so happy right now. I just want to take a picture with my mind. Click. Yeah. That is what I wanted to do so many times when I was sitting on the extreme sides of the orchestra mm. And like, you know, I, from that seat, like you can see the whole audience and you can see the stage. So like, sometimes I could like look out and be like watching this full audience of people watching a show. I watch people watch shows all the yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, not to the document like of watching a of show, but yeah. I want like a picture cause it's also like gorgeous. It's so beautiful yeah. to like be able to, and the lights are pretty. And a lot of people were recording the, um, the closing speech. Oh, cameras? Yeah. yeah. Good. It'll be on YouTube. It's probably, yeah, it's not, it's probably, probably on YouTube, YouTube right now. Exactly. That's it's definitely good. on Tumblr. Good, good, good. That's probably on The curtain speech was wonderful. It was and really good. The reprise was heartbreaking. Oh, God. It wasn't even a reprise. They just sang the whole they fucking song again. They did sing the whole again. fucking song. I <laughs> thought maybe it was going to be like some sort of abridged version. I wonder if they all knew that was happening. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Nobody seems surprised by it. <laughs> Sad. Sad. What have we done? <gasps> Closed the show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> it's all over now. It's done. It's gone. This <laughs> production and this specific cast is. <sighs> I know. It sucks, though. It, it just does. Sucks. I know. It's just, I like it when Sideshow is a living, breathing show that I can experience. I understand that. Whenever anything like this happens, um, I just think back on Ragtime 09. <laughs> That's when then I go, oh, I still can't believe that closed. <laughs> It was so damn it. (laughs) It was six years ago that closed. Well, no, seven. Or I mean, um, five, I guess, because it closed in 10. Yeah. Time 09 to 10. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. But still. God. All the shows we've seen close in such a short amount of time. Well, and, but to be fair, we sit here. I mean, not those short runs, but to be fair, we sit here and talk about. Mamma Mia and Phantom taking audience members from other shows. So shows should close mm. after an appropriate amount of time where people have gotten to experience mm-hmm. them. Newsies closed longer or sooner than I would have wanted it to, but I still don't think it was an inappropriate run. Right. You know? Well, I also just, I think, I think one of the really frustrating things is like, I don't know. So something it was like on Broadway World the other day. I didn't really read it because I got annoyed and clicked out of the thread. But somebody was basically <laughs> like, Sounds somebody brought right. up Ragtime. The original production was mm. like Ragtime was a flop, like a categorical flop. Well, because it didn't recoup. Right. And I was if like, oh my god, such money. strict, like just such. But, but Emily, that's like, I don't, I would not consider Ragtime a flop. I understand what you're saying, but it's commercial theater. So in the end, it is. In order to continue, but its I guess life. I mean, like, also like the way the person was, right. the things they were saying, they were well, like dismissing it. They were just, like, "Well, Ragtime's a flop." Well, I was like Ragtime is one of the most beautiful musicals in the history of musicals. I think that that's like a factoid that I find interesting, but that people can take out to show that they know what the word "flop" technically means. I think it's interesting because What does the word flop technically mean? Like if you look up if you look up like the definition of flop, does it say like not a commercial success? Yeah, that it doesn't recoup its in initial investment and I'm sure it has a now a broader definition. Mm-hmm. But only because when you think about it, it ran for two years. It should have. It just had such high running costs. But think at about the time. how many people this is why I'm like, but think about how many people got to see it. Right. That's why it's not a flop. But do you understand what I'm saying? That 
aside from just being interesting to me, um, that person just was like, I have something. Well, yeah, obviously it's Broadway world. People are fucking dipshits. (laughs) I'm going to blow your mind. Guess what? I need to just like, I'm at the point with Broadway world where I basically just like look at the threads and sometimes I click on a thread and then usually immediately just close the page. Cause I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't No. So I, I haven't gotten to the point where I stop looking at the website completely, but I'm pretty close. Mm. <sighs> People. People suck. Sideshow's perfect. You missed it. You saw it or you closed it. <laughs> you closed it. It's frustrating that like the last three weeks have been their like most sold, highest grossing. That's always the way it is, though. No, not but it, not even because well, like, I, guess I think most most shows when they announce closing, they like maybe get like a little bit of a boost, but it's not Ragtime like sideshow extended a whole week. What ragtime extended a whole week? <laughs> the revival? Yeah, is that that's so weird because I only saw it the last week. All of the times you yeah, saw yeah, I saw it three times week? the week it closed because I saw it on like. I don't know. I saw it on like Tuesday, Friday and Saturday or something mm-hmm. like that. Or like t- Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday or something. I know I saw two close together and one maybe the week before. But that was. But we saw it together. The f- Wait, let me look at. Okay. So the first time I saw it, I know I saw it with you. And that was on January 5th. I saw it on Tuesday, January 5th, Thursday, January 7th and Saturday, January 9th. Hmm. And it closed on the 10th? Yeah. Let me see when I saw it. Maybe I saw it one time before that, and then I was like, it's closing, we have to go see it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I was... And I had, like, like, the first time I saw Ragtime, my knowledge of Ragtime was, like, you being like, how the fuck don't you know fucking (laughs) Ragtime? I hate being that. I hated that I was that person, but... We're Did I ever tell you that point. when that we Sarah went, was that scared Sa- of me, that Sarah, my friend Sarah was scared of you because you yelled at me for not knowing what ragtime was. She pretended and she, per- and she, and you were like, <laughs> you know what ragtime is, right? And she was like, uh-huh, yeah, I do. And she didn't. I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> I think we've all been that person at one point. Compassion, man. I know. Teach. Don't berate. Okay. I saw it. December 30th hmm. and then I saw it the 5th and then I saw it that Saturday with you the 9th yeah so time, our time rag time I don't know when they announced closing I probably saw it and was like oh shit it's closing let's go see it yeah I don't know I'm glad I saw that show <laughs> I'm glad that show happened I'm glad the original ragtime happened I'm glad Aaron and Flaherty were born. Me too. They're and my faves. found each other as partners. Me too. And wrote musicals. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Um, a bunch of other shows closed this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. C- Cinderella closed yesterday. I know. And we never I really, saw Nini. I wanted to go back and see Nini. I'm kind of bummed I that know. I didn't get to see her. I liked Cinderella. It was cute. I liked Cinderella too. Bummer. I wanted to see Kiki Palmer, too. Yeah, I heard she was good. Whoops. But I heard she was good, so hopefully that means she'll come back and do something else on the Broadway. I'll see it. And she was, like, so excited to be on Broadway. Yeah. You go, girl. Yeah. Um, Pippin also closed today. Bye-bye, Pippin. Bye-bye. It's Bye. no longer the time for Pippin. Aw. That sucks. <laughs> I enjoyed Pippin. The tour is killing it, though, I think. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What else is closing um, soon? Well, also today once oh yeah once closed today too yeah so funny because i feel like my world was like side joe's closing today and the internet's world was like pippin's closing today and then Mm. i was like oh right once is closing yeah like because of the whoever whomever i'm connected with on the internet like nobody cared about once closing yeah um some people's world was once is closing man there's like a lot of I hope that girl's okay. Oncers. So what the, was that what they call themselves? Maybe that's the people that watch Once Upon a Time, and I get them confused. <laughs> I hope that girl that saw Once like four hundred times is okay. Yeah, and then two plays closed today. This is our youth, right? And, and the real, real thing, thing. neither right. of which we nope. saw. <laughs> <laughs> We're killing it. Yeah. Well. Um. Well, January. January is rough, man. 
Although, you know, three of those shows had good runs. Only Sideshow is like the right sideshow's the the only early close which is sad um you know what's funny today in january herstory um lies is at the palace closed oh did you go to closing yep that's Mm. what came up on my time hop nice um so the january slaughter of my time hop begins six years ago (laughs) isn't that crazy Oh man! Yeah, Liza's the palace. I oh man, I got in line. For, I got in line for that at like two a.m. Four no, three a.m. Maybe I can't. I can't remember. Really, very, early. very. Wasn't, is that when there was that crazy person in Rush? The lady that was dressed as Liza and that was trying to like like threaten people out of the yeah yeah she was threat she was dressed as liza she showed up at like 9 a.m i you know me and there was like five people in front of me that showed up at like midnight um like two like drunk like little twinks who were like at the bar and we're like oh my god liza's closing tomorrow we should go get in line and like i was like it was freezing out it was like snowing i was like wearing you know like 20 layers i was so uncomfortable because i was wearing that's like the other thing about rushing in the in jail January oh, yeah. is you have to bundle up and then you're like really uncomfortable and like you haven't showered and you feel gross and like make you're hungry sure you and like socks thick socks thick socks that's what always does me in when i would go rush you don't wear thick socks well my feet would just get oh. really cold and then you're standing and they right, hurt and they right. get numb but not in the good yeah. way that you can't feel yeah. the cold i have to say living in the lap of luxury buying a premium ticket for the closing <laughs> performance was much or even just i bought a regular preferable. ticket and that was right, fine right, right yeah yeah um what was I talking first? about? Oh, that crazy Liza woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she showed up at, like, 9 a.m., dressed as Liza Minnelli. Um, she had a twink with her, dressed as Joel Grey. Um, and we were like, listen, lady, like, the person that's getting the last ticket to this show showed up two hours ago. Like, you, there's no fucking way you're getting a ticket. And then she started threatening people. Oh and then the police were called. And then she, like... I didn't know hear what happened, but she like told someone she had a gun and the cops like took her away. She oh was like, I'm going to fucking shoot you if you don't give me your ticket. Like it was nuts. And then the police, the cops showed up and escorted her out of the box office. Was she dressed as Liza as people think of Liza or Sally Bowles because she had Joel Grey just, with her? She was just dressed as Liza. And was Joel Grey dressed as the... The MC? Basically. Oh, weird. Guys, I wish I could have had a picture of them. I have like a vivid, like, I just, I think he was Can wearing we like a tiny hat. Here and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was wearing like a tiny hat that had like a lot of shit on it. Um, and he, and like lots of eyeliner and like, and like maybe he had no shirt on, but he was wearing like a vest and then like had a jacket over oh, it or man. something. Like they were dressed like it was nonsense. And she just she just like looked no, like sure. the way Liza looked like yeah. if she was like going out to dinner with a bunch like of gays. Tights and a long sparkle shirt. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Crazy. It was nuts. I was like, if you had really like, uh, you know, she was like. I think she felt entitled, obviously, well. because she clearly loves Liza. But I was like, the people that love Liza also showed up at midnight to get in line for the well, ticks. Or yeah, the people that really loved Liza bought a ticket. Also, maybe that first person in line just sort of likes Liza or is buying for a friend who likes Liza. But they still got there first. True that. Like, sorry, if this is like a costume contest for tickets, then maybe you right. win. It's not, but, but it's, it's not. like who showed up first. <laughs> That was the first, contest I won. Come first serve. Also, that was like a really special day because um, I was there by myself and everyone in front of me bought pairs of tickets. Um, and when I got up, I was like, I was like, oh, just a rush, a rush ticket. And the woman was like, just one. And I was like, yeah, just one. Um, and she was like, okay. And like she had, it was a set number of tickets, it was like 20 tickets or something. Mm-hmm. And she flipped through the pile, flipped through it again and pulled a ticket out. And I was sitting um, the front row on the aisle and everyone else was like on the sides or in boxes. Amazing. It was wonderful. She had like one good single She had like ticket. one good single ticket and she plucked it out just for me. Wow. Sometimes the palace the, even. I was gonna say sometimes the box office at the palace are nice. Usually the people who work at the box office at the palace are very mean. Well, I don't know if the ticket people are. That security guy who does the I don't know, is he security? I've had bad experiences oh, okay. with the, the people who work inside the box office. I at the remember palace. for Legally Blonde for the it was a student rush, they kept your ticket and then you had to pick it up. Oh. Um, like with half your hour ID. before the show. Yeah. yeah. 
Because people were scalping, scalping student them. tickets. It's all Jersey Boys' fault. Yeah, Jersey Boys. <laughs> Still haven't seen it. <sighs> Me neither. <laughs> all right. Can we talk about something that's not yes. like crushing my soul? Let's talk. Hopefully, this didn't crush your soul. <gasps> I finally saw the Into the that Woods did. movie. You seeing Into the Woods crushed my soul. Well, I meant the movie itself. <laughs> Or how long? How'd you it, like it? I really liked it. I I understand what you mean. It did not break my heart, right? The way that the musical right? does. Um, I immediately listened to the musical after I left, just to. I didn't feel like I missed anything, or I knew things weren't in it, but right. I didn't feel like anything was missing. Um, and I think that's still true. Uh. Some of the lyrics that are some of my favorite were not in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like what? Um, well, I really think? love just as a really fucking good punchline. Um, the ends justify the beans. Yeah, not in the movie, and it's it only bothers me because I hope. The people, there are people who will see the movie who will not then explore the musical, but don't get to hear those lyrics. There are plenty of people who will then be like, oh, I want to know more about this and they'll find the musical and then they'll be like, this is so much more brilliant than the movie. Um, I just really feel. You may know what you need, but to get what you have better. Shit, I fucked it up. uh, You may know what you need, but to get what you want better, see that you keep what you have. One midnight gone. They didn't have any of that, which I knew they wouldn't have any of those interludes, but. Um, I really, really, really miss the mysterious man. Yeah, and on f- I saw the fiasco production this week, mm-hmm. and after seeing that, I was like, I want the fucking narrator. Yeah. I want the fucking narrator. I love the. I love it when they kill the narrator. Oh yeah, I love that part. It's so it may it's smart yeah. and it, I like it and it adds a good element. And I I after seeing the movie and after seeing the fiasco production, I was basically like, so I like. Um, full into the woods. Yeah, I want every single fucking word that was written for <laughs> full into the woods. I want all of into the woods all the time. Yeah, and I don't want you to fuck with my my script. Well, and I think the thing that that I have been able to find peace with <laughs> is that not only can we say that we you have a cast recording, you have your memories. We literally have a full Broadway production on DVD. Yep of the original cast for me to watch whenever I want. Yep. And I feel like that is why every Broadway show needs to be recorded for me to own for home viewing. Yeah. All the time. I kind of would that would be cool. Can you imagine? Um the one the one thing that bothered me um is I knew going into it because it was one of the controversies that Rapunzel didn't die. Yeah. And I know Sondheim's reasoning for why she didn't die, at least the way that she dies in the show. He doesn't like that the audience laughs. A lot of times the audience Mm. laughs, but the giant steps on her and there's a sound effect. Right. And also I think Mr. Sondheim, (laughs) not to get too high and mighty on my own thoughts, but you know, part of it is because it's funny a little. Part of it is because it's uncomfortable and people laugh sure. when they're uncomfortable. It Wait, might so not he, be... he tried to claim that the reason why he well, cut, I think, why they I cut think, Rapunzel's desk was, was because he didn't I think in general he's just not pleased that that's an audience reaction. Sure. Uh, almost always the audience's sure. reaction. And he's like, that's not how I meant it. Sure. He's but I'm, I feel he... like he, I feel like... That got wasn't in the movie because they didn't want there to be any death in the movie. No, I know. I think I think that that's part of it too. I'm just saying I knew that that's why she didn't die that way. Oh. But he made like a vague comment that was like, but she, you know, she. It's very sad what happens to her. So I figured something did. Right. But nothing does. She just disappears. She gets away with the prince. And what bothers me about that is that because they cut the agony reprise, mm. he still seems like a super great right. guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She has a happily ever after. She has a happily ever after. Nobody has a happily ever after. You ruined into the woods. Well, I wouldn't say you ruined it because I, mean, I also don't think people are going to necessarily sure. sit there and analyze it the I way guess. that we are. But, you know, Chris Pine still has moments in the wood and he's still a douche. Um, so we still get that. I honestly feel like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, if you want to do Into the Woods Jr., just do fucking Into the Woods Jr. Just do the first act on the bridge. I feel like they completely did Into the Woods Jr. Close. I thought it was kind of close. 
the more I think about it. And after, like, combined with, like, seeing the fiasco production, which, like, didn't have the narrator character Mm because they were sort of, like, doing the Greek chorus thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they were all doing it. Um, But, like, I was like, nope, I lost my train of thought. It's gone. Shoot. What was I saying? Disney Junior. I mean, not Disney Junior. Mm-hmm. Into the Woods Junior. I just want full Into the Woods. Sure. That's it. That's the moral. Is like because I feel like oh, when I saw Fiasco, I felt like I was like oh, there's like a big chunk of things that were missing from the movie that mm-hmm. you have here that I'm really enjoying them being here. Oh, sure. Um, and then I was like, but I'm still really missing the narrator. Mm-hmm. You're still missing the narrator. I fucking love that goddamn narrator. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. And I loved, I really enjoyed The Mysterious Man. Yeah. Yeah. I have thoughts about the fiasco production, so. We'll talk about it when I see it. Um, Jenny Mudge. Oh. Jennifer Mudge. Yeah. Everyone go see that production for Jennifer (coughs) Mm. Mudge's tits. Okay. (laughs) Also her voice and her acting and everything else. Yeah, Emily. Don't objectify her. Sorry. (laughs) Those they were on display though. I'm just saying, <laughs> when you see it, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, everyone will know what I mean when they see it. She's goddamn gorgeous. Um, things I liked. Okay. Besides individual performances, get to that. I did like what they did with Steps of the Palace. I like that they. Oh, I liked that. Put I liked it in it. the moment of her yes. being instead her, of talking I, about it. I felt like I really Show experienced me, that song me. completely differently yeah, right? than I ever had. Having her really sit there and really be like, I am trying to figure out what I'm doing yeah. right now. I'm gonna leave him a shoe. Yeah. I'm not gonna decide. Yeah. Right. I feel like I, I had that. never really heard that song before, or really analyzed mm-hmm. it, or thought about those lyrics yeah definitely yeah win on that song mm-hmm. well done anna kendrick she's anna gonna kendrick. save broadway not the broadway if she saving. comes to broadway i mean she's saving musical theater <laughs> she's, she's saving movie musicals movie musicals and making musicals <clears throat> mainstream yeah. Mm. yeah um i thought the <laughs> what did i say i was gonna say things things that i liked but i guess i'm not i'm just saying things um little red's song was weird yeah, I'm not so much for the um, little Lilla Crawford. Not so much. Didn't didn't do it for me. Personally. She didn't do anything for me. I didn't really I don't dislike she, her. I didn't think she did which anything. Which is upsetting. That's... Yeah. Here's what I thought. I thought, okay, so like I felt like a lot of people... Um, less people who don't know Into the Woods mm-hmm. were like Chris Pine was so over the top. I hated it. He was like weird, and I was like, but that's what it's supposed to be like. But that song, Agony, and he himself got the biggest reaction in the audience that yeah. I was watching. Well, here's what I thought. I thought Chris Pine. I thought Chris Pine was doing too much for what, based on what everyone else was doing, that he was like, he belonged in like a production of Into the Woods Mm -hmm. and was playing to that. And everyone else was taking more of like a middle ground. And I thought Lilla was on like the way other side where she was going like full subtlety. And I, I, so I felt like Lilla wasn't giving enough. I was so on board for Chris, everything that Chris Pine was doing. And I didn't like, because I wanted that to happen. I didn't think it was too much. Um, He's supposed to be too much. Right, but he's well, like to be everyone. He's raised to be charming, not sincere. Good line. I did miss <laughs> the agony reprise. It so much. It, uh, I didn't think. I thought I, I missed it only at first because I was like, "Oh, I love agony. I would like that reprise." Uh, and then I was like, "But wait, it makes Billy so really Magnuson's Prince completely f- great mm-hmm. and wonderful." And he just goes off, and she doesn't have twins. Uh, that she's taking care of herself, right. wandering around right. before she gets stepped on. Wah, wah. Um, also, um, this is a small picky thing that actually didn't bother me, but I found it interesting that Lilla and Anna were the only two people not doing British accents. Didn't pick that. I didn't notice that. And at first I thought it was a choice when I only thought it was Anna. And she's like, oh, she's an outcast. She's like different. She's right. from somewhere else. But then Lilla Crawford also did not have an accent. I, I did not like, even notice guys, that. But that's Why weird. do you guys not have accents? That's really weird. That's bizarre. I thought um, Emily Blunt was fantastic. Oh, my God. She was so great. Emily Blunt, come to Broadway immediately. Yeah. Anything. Absolutely. <gasps> Did you see that amazing meme that someone took um, from, like, screenshots from The Devil Wears Prada? Um, and we're like, the cow is white as milk. <laughs> like where there's like a scene where Meryl's like walking down a hallway talking and Emily's oh, running behind nice. her and it made it, the meme made it look like yeah. she was listing those things That's off amazing. for Emily. And I was like, whoa, mind fuck. Uh, 
super great. Yeah, Emily Blunt. Blunt Wait, uh, oh. did you think that that was Donna Murphy's voice? Did what? Meryl. No. Are you serious? I thought it was Meryl's voice. No, that was Donna Murphy's voice. What? I don't understand what you're talking about. There's a rumor that Donna, like, helped mix, they mixed Donna's voice with Meryl's like for some of the high notes. Musical? Yes. Why wouldn't they just use auto-tune like they did on everybody else in that movie? I don't know. You didn't think that sounded like Donna at least. I mean, I guess you weren't thinking about it. You didn't no. you didn't know I that that was like a rumor. Hear that, because David Levy, um, if anyone David Levy of the Twitter and the internet world. Um because <laughs> he had tweeted, world. he like tweeted directly at Donna and was like, Donna Murphy, what do you have to say about the rumors that you helped like clean up Meryl's uh, you know, uh, uh notes vocals? vocals or whatever. And Donna tweeted back at him and was like, No truth to it whatsoever. And I was like, You are contractually obligated to say that. I don't think there I don't feel like there would be any reason for them to do that. But could we pull it up? Can you listen to it though? Because it sounds like Donna Murphy. And I don't think Meryl's voice is that good. I don't believe it. I firmly believe there is literally nothing in the world. I don't could think Donna me. Murphy would do that. Why? It's fucking money in the bank. She's like ha- not working. She had, when was the last time you saw Donna Murphy in something? I don't know. Girl I wants think, some Disney money. I think she's no, not Marnie Nixon without even the credit. I don't know, man. That's, no way. That fucking sounded like Donna Murphy. That does not, like, A, I don't think Meryl's voice is that good. B, it sounds I like, I know what Donna Murphy's voice like. Anyone's voice but, sound that good with movie magic. But it sounds like her tone, her tone sounds like Donna Murphy. I think it was Donna. I don't. You're wrong. (laughs) It was Donna Murphy. I'm not because I don't want to think Donna Murphy would agree to do that. Why not? Because why you think it's shameful? If you, I think it's more shameful for Meryl if you hire someone to do something. They either do it or they don't do it. What? They either lip sync to someone else's voice completely or it's their voice, even if it's doctored. What? What are you talking about? You don't people, people get have other people record for the high notes. That's like yeah, like high school musical. I, you said that happens. I don't like that. So I'm not going to believe that either of these ladies oh, were a part of it. <laughs> that's why you don't believe it. I also don't. You're not even thinking about you're not even like thinking about whether or not you think it sounds like Donna. You're just going off of the fact that you don't want to believe either of those women. No, would I agree don't to that. think that anyone should agree to that. So no, but people do. That's what I'm saying. No. I'm not saying whether or not you're like crazy weird moral code believes that that happened i'm saying do you think that sounds like donna murphy no, not not do you think donna like murphy Meryl did it and into the woods no meryl's voice is not that good disagree definitely donna murphy it sounds like her like play play like donna murphy hitting a big note like play something from the from the park and then play that it's the fucking same whatever you're crazy <laughs> you're never going to believe me because your strict moral code wants to believe that nobody would ever sell out for a little bit of cold, hard cash. I don't have a problem with selling out for cold, hard cash. I have a problem with misrepresenting yourself. (laughs) If, like I said, if you're going to have Meryl Streep play the witch, but have her lip sync to someone else's voice, then do that. If you're going to have Wendy McKenna as the adorable nun in sister act, and you're going to say someone else is her voice, then fine. Wendy McKenna can't sing like that. And it broke all of our hearts when we learned that. <laughs> but that's the truth of the matter. How do you feel about like Linda Etter um, lip syncing to Emily Skinner and Jekyll and Hyde? Yeah, I mean, I it upsets me. <laughs> it was an unfortunate situation. And I feel like you should prepare for those things with live theater. And that shouldn't be your contingency plan. I just think it's hilarious that you're categorically, categorically saying no be based not based on how it sounds but based on well, what you again think. i also think though you can make anyone sound like anything with computers i guess i just think from what i heard from her in mamma mia and what i'm hearing from her in this her tone is different it doesn't like but she's singing a different kind of well, music sure than mia. but like, i would think meryl streep would um want to prepare properly i'm just saying i know what donna murphy's voice sounds like Johnny Depp's terrible. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. Ugh. Also, I was like, I mean, I get it, Disney, but where all of the sexual tension in that song no, was completely gone. Except 
I thought it made it so much worse. Really? Yes, because when you take away the wolf parts and you actually make them more human, I felt I had the same reaction to the park production. When you make the wolf more human, it the subtext is gone. It's not a wolf and a little girl anymore. It's a man and a little girl. Oh, that's not how I felt about up. it at all. Oh, no, no, no. I thought that it was like, I, I mean, I don't know why the fuck he was wearing a zoot suit. I thought that made no goddamn sense. But I felt I like why. he was like, I felt like he was like, I'm a wolf and I'm going to eat this person. And none of the like, like sexiness or like the weird tension. I felt, I felt like all of that wasn't there. All of the like... Yeah, sexual innuendo was gone. The wolf with the penis from the original Broadway production <laughs> was less uncomfortable than either of the that and the park for me. <laughs> the park was more uncomfortable because they went even more explicit. Um, but he was wearing a zoot suit because there's a dumb wolf cartoon character that for some reason they listened to him on. And he was like, I want to play it like that wolf. Why the fuck would you listen to what Johnny Depp says? I don't know. Everything else is in period. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that I made mean, no fucking he's, sense. He's a talking wolf, so I guess it, it's already a little fantastical, but I don't know. I've never been happier to have that be such a small role. <laughs> After his song, I was like, I don't have to, oh, only one more time do I have to see him. Yeah. Then he's gone. Yeah. Ugh. Swing and miss. That was um, uh, that, like one of the only times that the audience I saw it with didn't applaud because we pretty I much went, applauded. Yeah, everything. I went to that Brooklyn theater, so nobody really. People applauded at the end, which was nice, but um, it's nine dollars. That's why I went to that theater. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes, I paid the extra six dollars to see it at the Ziegfeld <laughs> and have a, uh, applause and sinks in the bathrooms. Well, I, by the time I went to see it, I don't know if the crowd would have been applauding crowd. I hope at the Ziegfeld they That's always true. applaud. That's true. Anyway, I would say overall win. Yeah. Certainly overall, glad musical, it happened. Glad it's musical. here. Yeah. But um, probably won't watch it again. Mm. For a long time. I was going to look and I forgot. I was going to see if the um, the great performances is on Netflix. Because I don't actually own it. Otherwise, I'm like, I think I just need to buy it. Of original? Yeah. I have it on Amazon. Oh, okay. So you can watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I purchased it. Yeah. I think I have it on I DVD, too. It. I wonder if I think it's on I, Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure I own it on DVD and also purchased it digitally on Amazon mm. so that I could watch it on the go if I needed to. Nice. If I just needed to yeah. see Into the Woods. Exactly. And yeah. now I feel like I want to watch that. Yeah, I want to watch it again, too. Because I need full Into the Woods. I want to see them kill the narrator. It's so important that they kill the narrator. Mm. It really is. And it's so funny. <sighs> Kill everyone. Everyone dies. Some of us don't like the way you've been telling it. (laughs) Where is that line? That's like Uh, one of the best fucking lines in the whole goddamn show. And everyone cut it. Fiasco. God damn it. (sighs) I do really want you to see that so we can talk about it. Okay. I'm not going to not see it. I got notes. I know. All right. Um, Next up. Some controversy <gasps> in the Broadway community. Controversy? Or in the Twitter community? Oh! Or in the world in general? I don't know. Apparently, Adina Menzel has trouble singing live sometimes. Holy shit! This is news to me! <laughs> Listen, guys. We may know it's true. Don't be dicks about it. I don't know if people were dicks. Right. Um, but I don't, don't be. I don't know what happened <laughs> because the first I heard of it was when Megan Hilty tweeted about it being like, hey, people stop being assholes. Yeah. And I was like, who happened? What? Who was an asshole to who? Mm. And then I looked it up and was like, oh, Adina Menzel fucked up her note. What? Why are people upset? Don't they know that this happens with Adina Menzel? Also, also like all the things that Adina Menzel posted that that quote from that interview she did where she was like, "Fuck off, I sing so many notes." Like, <laughs> yeah, I sing live. Thank you very much. Yeah, I say props to Adina Menzel for singing live and when it's cold. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody hit their notes at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Vomit. Oh, she hit them too, actually. She was in that parade. Lip syncing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's cold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would much rather see someone sing live and not sing correctly than see someone lip sync. Oh, absolutely. 
So absolutely, I think most most of the things that that like industry, I'll call them industry people, people who I know who are performers or in the biz, uh, jumped on was not that she messed up, but in that quote that she said, if she hits seventy five percent of the notes, she's successful. Hmm. I don't know if that's what she meant. That's a C plus. Yeah, I don't know if that's what she meant. I would say more like if you do a great job 75% of the time, because you're going to have fuck ups. And even a great performance, you might have a note. What people don't understand about that quote saying 75% is that people don't understand that live theater is live theater and it changes and things are different and things get fucked up and like like even today at sideshow at the opening of act two emily's aaron's aaron's pants for the yeah. quick change were all fucked up yeah and it was i will i've seen the show i saw the show 15 times and i found it to be quite distracting because <laughs> mostly because i was like what's she gonna do is she gonna try and fix <laughs> well, it yeah. is she, what's she gonna do and she tried to fix it moments. and she couldn't fix it yeah. like so i was like fascinated by what was going on but like so that doesn't the show wasn't ruined the show wasn't fucked like it was just like an interesting element on a night and the shows are different and i don't know people i don't know you try and you try and do 75 percent of what well, a dina menzel does I'm and saying call it's me actually, in the morning they're not a dina menzel so i guess it still is that thought you you do what she does but these were at least performers so i understand that and again i don't know the rest of what she says everybody was like absolutely well, I think like when I, I've seen, I saw If Then twice. Yeah. And I think Adina Menzel sang every note that I heard her sing perfectly the night she both nights great I saw. when we saw it, you know? when I saw it with you. So, and I can be a snob about things right. like that, even if I understand it. Sure. But it, like, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to side with Adina Menzel on this one. I say 75% is good to go. That's a passing grade. What? Passing is not always what you want, Emily. You passed. <laughs> um, I'm say I see both sides. Pass the I class. Don't you pass the class? I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry because I know meant. that I know that I know that this is like a, a crazy thing inside of your brain. But like, if you pass a class, pass fail, then you have succeeded. Sure, sure, sure. If but you just um, pass the class, then right? You, if I got a C in the class, I passed it. That means well, I sure. got my credits. Well, a C is average. So that's good. <laughs> I got the same number of credits as the person you that got like an a, a minus and you passed, then I still got the credits. But what did you learn from it? What well, did maybe you I'm, get out of maybe it? Maybe I'm bad at te- what did taking tests. Maybe I'm a bad test taker. And did I write to the teacher. Maybe I read Listen, the book. This is a different issue. <laughs> <laughs> I just like teasing you because you're crazy. I know. I don't think I'm crazy. I think you're crazy. I know that. <laughs> yep. I'm sure you do think that. <laughs> I think you your your standards are far too high for humans. I think Adina Menzel has a Tony, so I think What are we going to do? <laughs> what? Okay, she I does have a Tony. Good for her. She has. She's fine, you guys. Leave her totally alone. Fine. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> um, you wanted to tell me about a show that Bernadette Peters is on. Oh, my God. Everyone else. I honestly have not heard of this, so I'm What? Excited. You I haven't seen... Why. She's, like, on buses. I haven't seen the buses. You haven't seen buses? There's yeah, buses and buses, billboards. But I haven't seen those buses. Mozart in the Jungle. It's on Amazon. It's fucking great. I highly recommend everyone watch it. I think you have... I don't know how... Is it, it Prime? I have Prime, so I don't know if you have to have Prime to watch it. I don't know. You might have... It might be free with Prime, and maybe you can rent it if right. you don't have Prime. It's fucking great. It's, it's a little campy. It's real fun. It's about, um, like... The, a symphony in New York and like the old maestro, the, like the, you know, the guy that's been there for forever and love. And it is very much like of old New York. Mm-hmm beloved by all the ladies at lunch um is like leaving <laughs> and there's like this hot shot hot shot conductor who's like italian no he's not italian he's spanish of some kind um um and he's like got long flowy hair and he's like eccentric um and he comes in and he's like i'm gonna turn this i'm gonna change everything about the symphony and then there's like this sweet young ob- girl who's like an oboe player and and he like hears her and and like gives her a seat and then deborah monk plays like the deborah the monk. first chair of the oboes 
I really want to know if someone can tell me if um, Deborah Monk actually plays the oboe. Deborah Monk can I would play like the to drums. Know. This is what I'm thinking. I think I think Deborah Monk is a, is a enough of a musician that she learned how to play it a bit. Um, but she plays like the first chair oboe, and she's like a huge huge cunt to Haley, the the like new girl. Aww. Um, Deborah Monk. Yeah, she's like really. She literally the new girl's like because um, Deborah Monk is like a famous oboe player, mm-hmm. and the girl comes up to her on like the first day of when she starts with the symphony it's like oh i'm such a big fan and you inspire me and like i want to be just like you and deborah monk looks at her and is like i don't talk to like the girls that fuck the conductor bitch and like walks away and she's like it's fantastic deborah monk yeah deborah monk plays like a huge fucking bitch on it it's wonderful she's fantastic she looks gorgeous too Oh, that's good. Is she wearing a leather jacket? No, unfortunately oh. not. Oh, we always see her in a leather I jacket. Oh, she's so classy. And Bernadette Peters is also goddamn fantastic. She like runs the symphony. Oh. Um and but she has sing? Had, had no singing. What's no the point? singing. She's playing like a society lady. Um, but she's goddamn wonderful. And it's like the per Oh my god, you know who else is in it? Santino Ooh. Fontana. <gasps> He plays. You're gonna love. Is he this. on buses? He's no, because he, he's only in one episode. Uh-oh. He had a guest a guest spot. Um, because Does there's he a scene in a concert. Nope. Oh. Let me finish. Oh. Um, what does Santino do? Oh yeah. Um, the con- crazy conductor like like cancels rehearsal and just like leaves, um, and then like goes to the library to look at like old pieces of sheet music and stuff like that. He's like wearing gloves and it's like archival qualities and mm-hmm. shit like that. And Santino Fontana plays. Let me see if I can say this word. Tchaikovsky. Uh huh. Did it? Yeah. Good. I did it? He Tchaikovsky. plays that one. Uh-huh. He plays him, the, the Nutcracker, and Swan like, Lake. As like a figment of the oh. conductor's imagination, while he's like See, looking, he's like he's like looking at this piece of paper and like like studying it, and Santino's walking around him, being like blah 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 blah. I don't even remember what he said. I was gonna that was gonna go somewhere, and it didn't. Does he have a Russian accent? Mm, I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't Tchaikovsky. <laughs> Tchaikovsky. That was like the title of the episode, so I just assumed. I don't know. He's wearing like a a big puffy wig okay. and like the the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah, it's great. And who else? There's some other people on it too. I feel like. Well, I mean, if it's where's it shot? He in New York. No, I know, but is it like what theater are they using? Are they using that um, theater in? No, on it definitely the theater that they film inside of like that's supposed to be the Symphony Hall definitely looks like a, a concert hall. Like mm. when they, they pan right. out to the it's audience, it's a, got like, like the dress circle and whatever those oh, other tiers uh-huh. are. So I'm not exactly sure which venue they filmed, but for the exteriors, they use the public, which is weird. That is weird. So like every and time they they're like the on their way to rehearsal and stuff like that, it's the public. I think the reason why they use the public is because they have those, those things outside, those posters, the banners, not the banners, oh. the like, picture frames oh, they have like uh-huh. those lines of picture frames on either side so, so it's like really CGI easy that, so things. like everything well like every yeah it says like the symphony or whatever so there's lots of like signage hmm, that's weird um yeah but it's shot in new york so there's lots of good like well new york i'm locations thinking in my head too um it visually it's probably the best unless you're going to use like the met the other ones are like carnegie hall Right. I think there's scaffolding around it right there now. There has been scaffolding around yeah. it for a long time. Alice Tully is like in that building. Right. Yeah. And you would have to not get the Met. And it's probably a to... lot easier to book the street yeah, outside the Yeah, I was going to say, and it's it's so much easier to shoot, aside from visually. It's so much easier to shoot yeah. that. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. It's a great show, though. I highly recommend it. Right. Um, it's, great, it's pretty fucking, fucking Bernadette Peters is just wonderful. I can't wait. There's, yeah. How many episodes? Ten, Was I it think? picked up? I don't know. I mean, what do you mean is it picked up? Well, because the way Amazon works is sometimes they do, like, pilot to season. So they get to just do a season. But then it's just like any network as to oh, whether they're going to do think another it, season. It, they, well, because I think the pilot was released on Amazon, like, a long time ago. Right. And then you sort of, based on how many views it gets or, like, people can vote on it, um, they'll nonsense. then make a full if, season oh. 
Oh, and so, then, oh. but then it's just like so they any do their other. own pilot season. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Well, I think when I was looking at it on Amazon, it said that the pilot, like the date on the pilot, was like February mm-hmm. from last from 2013, and the dates on all the other episodes was like December 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've already I've watched like nine episodes okay. already or something. It's fucking great. Well, I'll look. I'll look into it. Everyone, watch it. Bernadette Peters, looking gorgeous as ever. Maybe they'll have some vocalists on there too. Probably. At some point, yeah. I'm I'm very curious about like the how they cast like the girl Lola something who plays Haley the main the main character. I'm very curious like I tried to look up on the internet if there was any information about like does she play the oboe? Did they up teach on the her? Internet? No, I looked it up on the internet. I called the library and asked the librarians if you. they could um, answer my questions. That's what we used to do at my house. Yeah, before the internet. Um, I'd like to know questions. I'd like to know if the girl that plays Haley, her first name's Lola. I forget what her last name is. If she really plays the oboe, and I would like to know if Deborah Monk plays the oboe. If anyone knows, please let me know. Jen Tepper, does Deborah Monk play the oboe? <laughs> Can you let us know? Again, I mean, I know she plays the, the drums because I saw her play the drums once. <laughs> then we sort of realized in talking to our two relatives who live in Seattle, <gasps> Seattle is pissed. Oh, man. Seattle is so pissed that something rotten isn't coming. Apparently, Seattle's really upset about it. At also, least my our mom, relatives. My mom thought that it was when I was talking to my mom about this, and she was like, "Oh, well, oh, that show is not what's it, the Apple something the Apple show that show about um, at, rotting out at, the rot, bad apples, bad apples, <laughs> rotting apples." <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. I was like, "Something's rotten." Yeah, yeah. Seattle's pissed. My mom was telling me she was going to get my sister a vouchers for her and her fiance to go see a show in seattle and i was like what show um and she was like oh uh at the fi- oh because she said at the fifth avenue a show at the fifth avenue and i was like what show and she said um something rotten and i said nope <laughs> it's canceled and she said what i said it's canceled she's like what do you mean and i was like it's canceled. It's, it's they're skipping it. It's coming to Broadway. And she's like, but it was supposed to be in Seattle. And I was like, I know. <laughs> then a theater opened up and it's not going to Seattle. It's going to Broadway. And then she was like, now I don't know what to get her. <laughs> um, but then her I also tickets found to out, whatever is replacing it in their season. Yeah. I don't know. Then I also found out from my sister, her friend, Jen has season, um, subscriber, season, yeah, season ticket holder. <laughs> been watching too much football um she's a subscriber and if you're a subscriber and had that in one of your packages you get a broadway voucher for tickets which is like my favorite thing ever because that's fucking nonsense <laughs> but you have to fly yourself you have to fly, to fly yourself across the goddamn country if Flight you want to use accommodations yep. not included hey, listen if anyone who lives in seattle is a subscriber and isn't going to be able to use their subscriber tickets to the broadway oh man fucking call me that's the best thing i never thought of (laughs) i wish there i wonder if there's like a maybe there's like a subsection on broadway world that's seattle that i can be like anyone anyone seattle send me your vouchers send me your vouchers hook it up maybe one of my mom's good friends is on the board at the fifth maybe i can get the hookup well we already have our 1590 this is true we're seeing the second preview pretty excited Mm -hmm. really want to know who's in the cast i know i want to know who's not Who's Beth Lovell? Chris, Christian Borle's arms. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've heard on good authority that Christian Borle's still attached. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'd li- really like to know who's <sighs> why playing. Why isn't Beth Lovell doing it? What's she doing? Well, the reason why Beth Lovell's not doing it is because she was never going to do it. Because oh. she, the the part is like, the character is like 25 and pregnant, I guess. And what? so this was like a, this was like a, hey, Beth Lovell, do us a solid. Oh, well, okay then. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Although I would love to see Beth Lovell play 25 and pregnant. Me fucking too. I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? Everyone wants to see that. I, I want to see Beth Lovell play everything and, and literally all of it. Do it all. See Beth Lovell's Hamlet. I'll see Beth Lovell's Man in Chair. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. I'll see Beth Lovell's Beth Baby June. Done. I'll see, I'll see Beth Lovell play all four Jersey Boys. Cole House Walker the third. <laughs> I'll see. Beth, also, Junior. I'll see Beth Lovell play. 
Rock of Ages. <laughs> the whole show. The whole show. You I want to see. Know. I want to see Beth Lovell. I've never seen Rock of Ages. I want to see Beth Lovell do a one woman version of every musical that's ever been written. Yeah. Stop. Every musical that's every ever been written. Start with Showboat. Keep going from there. Okay. Done. What's your criteria? Every Broadway musical? Like any show that had a Broadway production? Hmm. Just because then it gets, you know, if you open it wider. I would say every every Broadway musical and some off-Broadway musicals mm. that I will. Beth Lovell Woman via Galactica. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Beth Lovell One Woman Dude. Dude. <laughs> Beth Lovell One Woman your arms too short to, to box, box with, with God. God. <laughs> That's a black show. <laughs> you said. I know, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> Beth Lovell, one woman, the color purple. Yeah. Beth yeah. Lovell, one woman, sideshow. Beth Lovell, one woman, leap of faith. Beth Lovell, one woman, who master class. That would be a good one. Oh, yeah. I would be curious to see that. I'm just looking at the posters on my wall and <laughs> listing those shows. Beth Lovell, one woman, scandalous. Beth Lovell, one woman, you're in town. Beth Lovell, one yeah. woman, Liza's at the palace. <gasps> Beth Lovell, Beth one woman, Memphis. Oh Beth Lovell, one woman, West Side Story. I want to hear Beth Lovell sing Colored Women. <laughs> oh, my God. I would, I would, I would, Beth Lovell can do it all. <sighs> There's nothing Beth Lovell can't do. Truth. True words have never been spoken. Nope. I almost forgot. Carolee. 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 Update. Carolee Carmelo update. Carolee Carmelo is the most beautiful woman on earth. That's the end of my update. That's a great update. <laughs> um, I'm going to the library on Tuesday to watch Parade. That's Excellent. My, that's my Carolee update. So I'll tell you all next week about how much I cried. Don't forget your Kleenex. Oh, man. No way. <laughs> I'm really excited to mm. go watch that. Also, sorry, I scared you. You did. <laughs> Um, while I'm at the library on Tuesday, I'm oh going yes, to I'm obsessed with read, um, fan mail that people sent to Sideshow when in, it was uh, in 1997. This so, is why we need libraries, everyone, yeah, and y'all can suck it. So I'm going to go, I don't know if it's something that I'll be able to photograph. I'm assuming not. Mm. So I'll transcribe all of them. Um, yeah. and I'll get back to you guys and I'll, you. Uh, next week I'll read you Some all this, the Sideshow fan mail. Oh my God. It's just like ABBA. Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, I hope somebody who listens to this podcast, I hope I read your fan mail and you email us next week and say that was my fan mail. Yes. And then I and then I sort of got sad that I didn't write fan mail to this side show. I'm interested as to what this means. Is it like fan mail to the show itself? Like, dear side show. No, I think... <laughs> I think you're the best show on Broadway. Let me... Hold up. There's a little or blurb. like There's a little blurb about it. All right, the, this is the description. Fan letters for Sideshow, mixed material, in library use only. Collection consists of letters of praise and thanks to Alice Ripley and Emily Skinner, the stars of the show, and poems by Bill Russell to the Sideshow company. That's what I'm going to go read about on Tuesday. Amazing. I can't wait to read Bill Russell's poetry to the to the cast. Nobody sent Norm Lewis fan mail well, that they thought should say. be collected. It doesn't, it doesn't say in the description. It might be. Okay. Maybe it's there. I'll Can't wait. Norm Lewis, a fan Can't mail wait. at Phantom. Dear Norm Lewis. <laughs> Should. It kind of made me like, it made, like, I feel like I haven't, I mean, I got, I haven't written a piece of fan mail in like years. Yeah. But it did, that made me sort of be like, cause I feel like I've outgrown it yeah. and it's like not really appropriate for me to do that anymore. But then that kind of made me feel like. If you fan mail is can be nice, fan mail can be great yeah. and like really special. And then I like because I had thought about like writing something to side like literally just to sideshow at the St. James for everyone yeah. involved to be like just thank you, thank you for happening. I love each and every one of you and everything you've done like for me. Win all the revival schmazies, don't worry. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be nine people's favorite thing. Oh, Bill oh, Condon talked win about that. Award too, definitely. That I'm calling that right now. Sideshow is definitely winning the nine people's favorite things. I mean, Schmazy. I can't. In thinking of the upcoming season, unless there's something that we love that closes real fast. There, nothing could beat nothing. Nothing's going to beat Sideshow yeah. for the nine people's favorite thing award. It's like it's like. It wins like the lifetime achievement Aww, in nine people's favorite things. It was twice. nine people's favorite thing. 
Listen, Sideshow, you are my favorite thing. You're my favorite thing. I took you off the list and put you on your own list because you're my favorite thing. It's impressive. Yeah. Sideshow. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti Tweet of the Week. We forgot to do that last week. Oh, bummer. <laughs> but then we had two, so we were distracted. So much. Do you want to read this one? I can't um, remember whose turn it is. We both read one last week. You can go. Okay. So on December 29th at 1021 a.m., Laura Benanti tweeted a picture of her in a car of th- filled with three men and stuff, a bag that seems to say Merry Christmas. She's peeking over all of the stuff in the back seat, and in all capital letters, she tweeted, Is this how Bernadette Peters travels? Two question marks. <laughs> That's definitely not how Bernadette Peters travels. I don't think so. This is why Laura Benanti's the shit. A limo. That's how Bernadette Peters travels. Or like one of those escalators. I I have to say, I've heard many uh, a story of a Bernadette Peters sighting in public on the Upper West Side, I think, Mm -hmm. um, where she like, you know, there's like those things that kind of look like pool noodles, but they're for your hair. Yeah. And she's like curlers. for curlers, but they're yeah. like pool noodles. Yeah, yeah. They're not and like you, they snap together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's like, someone was like, I've heard multiple stories of people seeing her walking in around like walking in around in those up like in her neighborhood. Bernadette Peter's cool. She's like a cash, a cash New Yorker. Sometimes you look horrified right now. I'm not horrified. I'm like shocked <laughs> that she would go out in public without her hair being perfect. Well, not necessarily perfect, but like in the process of being done. I mean, I think they're like, those are like the type of curls you have to like sit in for a while. Yeah. I don't know. That fascinates me. And she it makes me like love Bernadette Peters more. Everything I know about Bernadette Peters makes me love Bernadette Peters more. I don't think limo or Escalade because she's snobby, but just because she's a classy bitch. She's grown accustomed to a certain mm. lifestyle. Yes, she has. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. God, I love Bernadette Peters. I love her weird little voice. So fucking good. Yeah. (laughs) That's like my Bernadette Peters impression. (laughs) (laughs) I just want I'm going to keep watching Mozart as soon as this is over. Great. I'll I'll maybe watch some of it tonight also. It's fantastic. Okay. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with a Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topics, suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go see live theater.